Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, August 6th. It is our somewhat official 100th episode. Woo! And we've got a special guest! Woo! <laughs> That's right. Our 100th episode, and what do we do? We kick Jeremy off and we get someone else. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is awesome and amazing. And no, he's not replacing Jeremy, but great addition to the podcast this evening. None other than TM Nerdy. If you do not know this man right here, he's got an awesome YouTube channel. You should definitely go check it out. Monday nights, Between the Lines, with Geek Out with Roscoe. They swap channels and things like that. He also does chatting with the comic book community. Awesome, huge supporter of the comic book community on YouTube. So please go over to YouTube and check this man out. Give him a like, follow, subscribe, all the things. TM, sir, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you, man. Yes. Thanks for inviting me, man. Like, I'm blushing over here. I'm all red. You guys can't see it, but like, I'm, <laughs> I'm bright red. I'm just all red all over. Uh, thank you guys for inviting me. I, I listen to this podcast quite a bit. I've had uh, Michael over on my channel quite a bit of times. Uh, he's been just chilling with us. Uh, yeah, between the lines, chatting with the community and just a bunch of other random uh, cool stuff over in my YouTube channel. Yes, yes. You've been doing a lot of movie reviews here lately as well. And then I've known that you're a huge DC-like guy. So Richard came up with this great idea since Jeremy was going to be off of fan casting. And I said, yo, if Jeremy's going to be off, why don't we get TM and have him come over and fan cast with us? And Richard was like, I'm scared shitless, but sure, let's do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but hey, it's going to turn out great. So let's do this, y'all. Let's Y'all ready? Y'all want to jump in this fan cast? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Awesome. Okay. Do y'all have anywhere y'all want to start with? We got a list of 10 characters that we're going to do. And so is there anybody y'all just want to go ahead and just jump on and start with? Um, you know what? I, I'll, I'll, I'll lead the charge. I'll start like we'll start off low and work our way up to the big the big three, if you will. Okay. Or, yeah, yeah. Well, one of them we're not casting because we already know who he's going to be. But anyway, uh, Martian Manhunter. Okay. Right. Yes. Uh, he, her, uh, some of these, I got like character descriptions just so for, for our listeners who may not know who Martian Manhunter is, uh, this is per DC's own like fandom wiki or whatever. Uh, John Jones, like all Martians, John is a somewhat cold and stoic demeanor. He has a very, uh, restricted emotional expression. John typically acts as the voice of reason in the Justice League and is one of the wisest leaders within the hero community along with Batman and Superman. Despite his cold exterior, John is one of the kindest and most noble heroes operating on Earth. The Manhunter was, uh, excuse me, the Manhunter has demonstrated enormous willpower and as evidence with his ability to retain his sanity after the death of his race. He has a subtle sense of humor and affinity for the chocolate cookie sandwiches known as Chacos, and the Martian Manhunter is considered by many to be the heart and soul of the Justice League. So I got to thinking... Who would be a great uh, version of that? And I thought none other than Chuck Udi Iwuji, the high evolutionary <laughs> from uh, Guardians 3. I, we haven't seen him do a lot, but 
he he he's used to wearing prosthetics. He wore a bunch for for the High Evolutionary. I could easily see him wearing like a green prosthetic, and then you you CGI the rest. But uh, he played a really bad dude. But I think he has the potential to play John Jones. And anyway, that's my my submission for Martian Manhunter. Well, I think Mer, like his portrayal is Mern on Peace. Um, yeah, Peace, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yes. I always get him confused. Anyways, I think his portrayal of Mern like also lends towards that him being taken over by an alien stuff like that. And yeah, just the the kind of like almost android type he played on that. So. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I, I enjoy that too, but I I don't think that I, I like your choice. I I just I wouldn't choose him him no, for that fine. role. I I choose him for a different role. I I do think that James Gunn will use this character like use him in future DC projects, mm-hmm. and that with Peacemaker being in its own little pocket universe now, knowing that like with the Waller series and Peacemaker season two will be in a different universe now, not the yeah. main one DCU that they're, that he's building. Right. Right. So TM, do you have any picks though for your Martian Manhunter? This was a no brainer for me. I, I instantly thought of this guy when I thought of Martian Manhunter and I'm surprised nobody's thought of it. Nobody said it. Uh, but Sterling Caper, uh, Sterling K. Brown. Okay. Please educate me because I don't know who. Uh, he's been, uh, first time I, I met him, he was over in Supernatural, kind of being like a hunter, like trying to like stop the uh, Winchester boys okay. and that and got into, he's been in a lot of minor roles. Uh, I want to say the biggest role he was in, taking a look now here, because um, like a lot of stuff, he was like in an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's been in Black Panther uh, both Black Panther movies, it looks like. Um, he's been in American Horror Story. Um, oh, he is in. I forgot about that. He's the, is he the vampire? Uh, sorry, TM. Uh, is he the vampire in Supernatural? My wife made me watch that entire series. So I, I'm trying to no, remember what he's in uh, that. He he does kind of look like that. No, he's like, he's working. Uh, I forget what he, what he actually does, but he's just like, he's after the Winchester boys for something and he's going after them thinking that they're like he's he's a hunter himself and then but okay. he starts hunting hunting the winchester boys because they think that they're the in the middle of everything it's more if he was hunting uh sam winchester because he was kind of like a demon yeah, yeah in yeah. a way in his eyes so okay. it's eerily on supernatural shows i gotcha yeah uh per uh imdb he says he was a uh, najobu from black panther i don't know if that rings any bells michael Najobu. No. <laughs> I like that pick though. I really do. That that's a great pick. He's um I'm trying to see his age. I kind of want an older John Jones as well. Yeah, he's 47. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Y'all's picks are way better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible at this. I'm horrible at fan casting. I've always been horrible at it, but I picked two people that I thought would be really cool as John Jones and be able to pull it off as well. And it's only because they've been in roles like that before. And the first one being Paul Bettany, who is the vision right now. Oh, yeah. And I just think him as an android, like it just kind of goes hand in hand with, yeah. you know, the Martian type that's still learning about human race and things like that. And he's an older guy as well. So you're looking for somebody old that might, hit, you know, go into that. Um, and then one that's already been cast in the DCU. And as we know, James Gunn is going to sit there and try to use animated characters as real life characters as well but alan tudyk 
Um, oh him him playing the yeah. alien in Resident <laughs> Alien, like on Sci Fi Channel. I'm like, you know, that seems like a really good like. I've never uh, I've never seen that. I ne- I want to though, but I just I've never actually gotten around to watching that show. But yeah, I was I was like, okay, this I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe he plays too. I don't know. Paul Paul Bettany is a, is a solid choice just because, like you said, I mean, Vision is essentially Martian Manhunter, but for the M- yeah. or not MCU from the Marvel universe, and yeah, so that's a that's a solid pick. Yeah, it's kind of a cop out though, but yeah. <laughs> no, look, there are no wrong answers tonight. <laughs> this is fake. This is what you, if you were in James Gunn's uh, uh, position, you would pick this person. And and way to go, like the opposite direction of everybody else is like, no, we're, we're trying to find a black actor. You're, you're just like, you know what? Let's make him white. <laughs> let's, let's get some old white people in here. <laughs> Cause we don't have enough of those. <laughs> yeah. <That's funny. laughs> all right. Is that, is that, that all y'all's people that y'all got for this character right here? Yeah. All right. Who's next up then? Well, let's see here. If you go, if you're going like least to biggest, I would think like maybe Swamp Thing, Booster Gold, maybe. Well, I know, yeah, I was, I was going to suggest either of those, but I know you, you really like Swamp Thing, so I didn't know if we wanted to save him near the end, but yeah, uh, Swamp no, Thing. Let's go, Swamp Thing. Let's do it. Uh, let me yes. get down to my list. Swamp Thing. All right, so Swamp Thing. Once again, I'll read his little description per the uh, DC fandom. Uh, the Swamp Thing is an artificial intelligence created. Uh, the Swamp Thing is an artificial artificially created avatar of the green created by the parliament of trees following the death of their most recent avatar before he could fully choose him alec holland uh, not all these had great descriptions but i was trying to find something so people would know yeah no. the basic of what what this character is at first i was like now this is gonna be a hot take here at first i was like i want a doctor like when he's alec to be the doctor part okay and then i was like I also want the voice, the like, because it's going to be a predominantly CGI character. So I need a good voice. Yeah. So at first, I, I have a, I have a different take because the actor I picked is too too old now. He's sixty four. But I thought Hugh Laurie, House from House. Yeah. I love his his house voice. I love that gravelly sort of voice that he has. I think it would be great. Unfortunately, he's six uh, sixty four years old, so I don't think it's a great pick. So. I uh, I honestly turned to the internet, and a lot of people are saying Wes Bentley as Alec Holland. Uh, he is a actor that was in American Horror Story. Uh, you may know him from uh, what is it, uh, The Hunger Games, the first movie. He's the like game designer who has that ridiculously uh, whatever overly groomed beard. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, that yeah, would, yeah. He would play the Alec Holland, and then the next okay. choice would just be the voice of Swamp Thing. And I just said, fuck it. I want Christopher Judge, the voice of fucking Kratos, <laughs> to be the voice of Swamp Thing. I think it would be fucking awesome. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yes. Okay. Cool. TM, do you have anybody you want to throw up there for Swamp Thing? Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I was just like, yeah, Alec doesn't matter. I don't care about him. The one that matters is Swamp Thing. This is very true. <laughs> so I went with another voice actor who is, has been in everything. He's most notably known for like American Dad voicing the principal or Cleveland, 
Cleveland Brown Jr. in the Cleveland show, but he's also been in the new Super Mario Bros. movie. But I, I went with Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. So, because you do need just the voice. You don't need the like the the character is going to be CGI, like you said. So you need somebody that can has so much voice, like range with his voice. And I think this character, this actor, has amazing range with his voice. Like going from Cleveland Brown Jr., who's like a little kid, to voicing the principal he's like he's notably known for having a deep voice so I, I went with him nice nice yes so i picked more old white people and and because <laughs> i would hope they would do you know we already have a swamp thing season that's come out and they did just do somewhat of a suit then and so my hopes were this, that we maybe get another suit instead of the cgi so uh, my picks are as follows. First one being Ryan Hurst. He played Opie in Sons of Anarchy. He has been the voice of Lobo in the animated stuff as well before. Uh, he played the Beta in Walking Dead, who to me came off very much like a like Swamp Thing type character. Like, yeah, you know, just as far as like the way he did his voice the way he moved around, things like that. I was like, okay, I, I could see that. Uh, another one that that is one of Richard's favorites, but may not be for this role, and is also in the DCU already, is David Harbour. I think he could play an awesome <gasps> Swamp Thing as well. Uh, especially since they got him as Frankenstein. Like, just, we already know that, like, he's he's got that, like, deep voice kind of thing going on to play a bigger character kind of thing. The last one that I think is just, he's getting to the point where this may be all he winds up doing is voice acting would be Ron Perlman. Yeah. Because I just, I love Beast and Ron Perlman and <laughs> who doesn't? He's always played Beast ugly characters and stuff like that. So. <laughs> I mean, look at the man. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, he actually was the Beast in a TV series. No, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, But I'm just saying like, he's got a, I mean, I, I have no room to talk. I like my mom says I have a, a face for radio. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I love that pick. I I but I love me some fucking Ron Perlman, <laughs> right? Now, TM, you had a look on your face when I said Ron Perlman. What was? Do you have beef with Ron no, Perlman? I, I, no, no, I do not. Like he he will come to warehouses. <laughs> Don't, don't say that. I don't have any issue with Ron Perlman, but Ron Perlman is just like, it feels like a cop out to me. It's just like, he would be a good one, but at the same time, I like I like Ryan Hurst. I, I like that more yeah, than anything. Like, you make it a good point with him. And I was actually looking over, like, him as an actor. I was like, look, like, had some of my actors that I really like in a list, and I was just like, he was part of it. And I was like, I couldn't for the life of me figure out who he would play in the DCU, but he would make a good Swamp Thing. I like it. Of course I do, though. I said it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we want to go to Booster Gold now? Yeah. Booster Gold. Who do y'all pick for Booster Gold? Uh, I guess I'll lead with this. Uh, once again, uh, this is actually from DC's, uh, DC's own website, dc.com. Uh, a scoundrel from the future intent on making a name for himself in the past. Booster Gold has nevertheless exhibited his share of heroism. Uh, when opportunity arises, you have to seize it. 
That's an idea that has driven Mike Carter, a college football star from the 25th century who earned his nickname Booster on the field. Even though people assured him a professional career of fame and fortune was in his future, he decided he couldn't wait and waged on his own game. The scoundrel halted his dreams of the professional stardom and ruined his reputation. Taking a job as a security guard in the Metropolis Space Museum, Mike saw another opportunity after studying the early age of superheroes. With future and alien technology stolen from the museum and a time machine that was on display, he realized he could not only become a superhero himself in the past era where his criminal history was unknown, but he could also make his good deeds profitable. Um, so to me, I, I, I'm, I'm torn between these two picks. Uh, with Jaime coming out next week, yes, there's one person that came to my mind when I, when I read this, and I feel like he was born to play this role, and that's Chris Pratt. Yes. He's Star-Lord. You, you, everyone knows him. He's Star-Lord. He's the voice of Mario and Mario. He's Andy Dwyer in Parks and Rec. Um, but he's too old, I think, for Jaime's age, if we want them to be buddy-buddy. Uh, another name that looked up is Glenn Powell. He's 34 years old. He played Lieutenant Jake Hangman uh, in the Top Gun Maverick movie. Okay. Uh, he is like a spitting image, honestly, of like <laughs> Booster Gold from the comics. Okay. But yeah, those are my two picks. Maverick had a good cast, so I can get down with that. TM, what do you got? I went... Uh, a little off the rails here, but I, I think like after, after thinking about it for a while, I was like, he would make a good booster gold. Like this actor wants to get away from playing the villain, villain roles. He's done great villain roles. He he's takes on the persona of the characters he plays. Um, and I think he would be bring everything he's got to this role. And I really love this actor and it's Evan Peters. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, I, I do like that. And what, I got to look up what age he is. I like that pick as well. That's a good one. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. So he's 36. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went also with with two of guns graduates from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I, I was right there with you, Richard, on Chris Pratt. <laughs> I, I freaking, I love that. Absolutely, positively love that. And I, honestly, I still want it. I don't even care about the age difference. Like, I still want him as Booster Gold. I think it'd be great. But another one, if it was an age difference thing, and and I know that Richard has, has named this person as another character in the DCU, but I think he would also work well for this, for Booster. And that's Will Poulter. Oh, yeah. I think... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Will would do great I, as Booster Gold. I, I honestly, when I was coming up with a list, I thought about throwing him down there, but I'm like, no, I just love him as Jimmy Olsen so much. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I commented on somebody's like either Facebook post or Instagram post or whatever the case was, and because there was like rumblings of somebody being cast as as Jimmy Olsen, and I said, no, nah, ah, uh-uh. Will Poulter's got that. I don't care what anybody says. So. <laughs> I agree. It's a pretty good choice. Thank you. I like you. that too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I think we have like kind of narrowed down all the all the 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 little big people in our <laughs> list. The little big people. 
I'm just saying because like these are some like to me these are like big roles, but yeah, they at the same time they're not like <laughs> well when I, you when you compare them to Wonder Woman and Supergirl yeah. and and Hal Jordan exactly John like, Stewart like for the for the average audience it's like who. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's absolutely great. I want okay. So so since we just threw that clip out there, I can't remember his name. What uh, is it? Uh um. Oh, oh what's you his would name? you would have to ask. <laughs> I, don't know I know. I know. Either. Um. Um. Anyways, uh, no. I want him back as Papa Midnight. Uh, Jamon Hansu. That's his name. Yes. Yes. He he was Papa Midnight in the Keanu Reeves, uh, Constantine, Constantine. However you pronounce it, movie. I want him back. I want him back as Papa Midnight. Yeah, like, he was great. <laughs> freaking great. Absolutely the best casting. All right. Anyways, where do y'all want to go from here? You want to go some Green Lantern action? Yeah, probably. All right. I'm loving your uh your the 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 extra work you've put in here, Richard. So okay. I'm gonna let you take the stage. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> I'm assuming we're starting with John Stewart and then going to Hal. Sure, yeah. Okay. All right. So John Stewart, I could find a really good description on him, which I hate, but uh this was actually for the DC Animated Universe wiki. <laughs> so anyway, uh, John Stewart is a, uh, excuse me, John Stewart is at heart a professional soldier, a man of duty. He takes his role as protector of Earth, a member of the Green Lantern Corps, and a founding member of the Justice League with the utmost seriousness. Um, it's very short and sweet and to the point. Uh, I could think of no other just because I think, I, I've only seen him in two things, but I loved him in both of those roles. And it's uh, John David Washington. He was in Tenet. Uh, he okay. was the protagonist. His name is called Protagonist in that movie. Uh, and <laughs> I just think he's the perfect John Stewart. All right, then. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Neither do I. I. I went, who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, TM, who do you got for John Stewart? Uh, so the first time I saw this actor, it was like in a Nickelodeon TV show called Unfabulous. Uh, but recently, the only thing I, I seen him in was Black Lightning, where he played a character that was close with with his daughter. And that later on became a character we know as Painkiller. And that's Jordan Calloway. OK. Again, so I, I like this actor. He He's buff. He's already portrayed a character in the DC universe and I, I think he would portray a perfect John Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He's uh he's 32 years old. One of the one of the third images on Google is him shirtless. He's very buff. <laughs> so he's already got that down. Um yeah, no, that's a, that's an awesome pick. I like that. So again, I cheated on this because that's just what I do. Uh my first one out of the gate was Michael B. Jordan. Come on now. Okay. Like yeah. that man sells and does everything. Like and and he has been fully indoctrined into comic book movies and whatnot yeah. like that. So I don't think he's put out anything that I haven't liked. So I was like, yes, let's let's do Michael B. Jordan. But if that doesn't suffice you because we're looking for a younger John Stewart, possibly, I went to Google and I searched up and coming actors. And along with the likes of the girl that played Phoebe from Ghostbusters and Eleven from Stranger Things and uh, Wednesday from the Wednesday show was this guy named Kelvin Harrison Jr. And I think you all should give this guy a look because I was like, you know what? 
I could totally see him as Jon Stewart. And that's what I went with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's quite young. See, I went right? with an... See, I... Not not that I have any wrong like with your picks. I think that's a both of those are great picks. I went with an older John Stewart because I'm assuming we're gonna get an older Hal. And honestly, spoilers for my Hal, it's an older Hal. <laughs> if if we go like old, if we go old John Stewart, I want Idris Elba. Ooh, ooh, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, I like that he's, a lot. He's played the military role before. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. John Stewart, if I'm not mistaken, is ex-military. So yeah. like Yes, I would totally go Idris Elba for an old John Stewart. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> now I want that. Has Gunn said that The Suicide Squad is canon in his... I think he said it isn't. I think he recently came out and said that Peacemaker and The Suicide Squad is not going to be part of his DCU. Yeah, no, yeah, that's... It, it's it's not. It's not canon at all. Like, uh, Peacemaker Season 2 and The Waller TV show will be its own entity. Okay. Uh which makes sense because the Justice League showed up at the end of Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers if you have not seen Peacemaker. I apologize. <laughs> no, we have. They, uh, we did a review on it for our listeners. They can <laughs> they can check it out. <laughs> and for those of you who did not listen to the intro as you're going into this, shame on you because we say we spoil the hell out of everything. It's in the intro <laughs> every single episode. <laughs> All right. On to Hal Jordan. What do we have as far as a uh, character lineup for him? Uh, so I, so I found some different like descriptions of the 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 personality of Hal, but I found this one on Reddit, and I'm crediting this guy. His uh, his username is the underscore Irish underscore Jet because I just fucking loved it. After reading it, I was like, I want to go to war for <laughs> Hal. Uh, the description is he is Maverick from Top Gun. Cocky, brash, and bold. Bravest sum of a bitch that you've ever met. He's Aragon, charging the orcish horses alone. Too often, he acts without fully thinking through the ramifications of his action, but he's matured a lot from his early days of ring-slinging. He'll do what he thinks is right, even if it means he has to go it alone. He's incredibly stubborn. He's the guy who, when his mom stopped talking to him after he joined the Air Force and she later started dying... He punched his superior in the face to get dishonorably discharged rather than resign and seek a discharge. He'd rather be thrown out than quit. He'll quit. Uh, he'll keep going long after everyone else has quit. He is pure will. He is Hal freaking Jordan, the greatest Green Lantern alive. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> I, I loved. I just loved that description. So I was like, I got. I got to. I got to. I got to read that. Uh, my pick. <laughs> Maybe it's a cop-out. I, I want an older Hal. I've always liked the grade Temple's older, more mature Hal, but he's still like the smarmy kind of guy. So I picked Bradley Cooper. He's 48. Uh, I want that same vibe from Face from the A-Team. I don't know if y'all have seen A-Team before, but he played Face in it. I want that same sort of uh, personality that he was uh, using for that film to be Hal Jordan. But yeah, that's my pick for, for Hal. Nice. Nice. All right, then. TM, who do you got for Hal Jordan? Richard, remember when you were saying that I had some really good picks? Mm-hmm. Oh, this one is not one of them. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I went with... <laughs> it can't be I worse went than mine. Paul, <laughs> Paul Wesley. He's from Vampire Diaries. I, I had real troubles trying to find a Hal Jordan. 
even even when as far as being like, you know what, Robbie Amell would be as good as as Al Jordan, but he's kind of young too. But I was like, I just didn't put much thought into Hal Jordan as much as I did to um I into John Stewart because John Stewart, I like John Stewart more than Hal Jordan. So Hal Jordan is not the best Green Lantern out there. <laughs> just saying. Uh oh. Uh so I'm gonna go with Paul Wesley. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I will say that like and we've talked about it on the podcast before that John Stewart's probably more our generation's Green Lantern. Yeah. Than how. And I, I'm still baffled at the, we us getting um goofy ass. What's his name? Guy Gardner. Not oh, yeah, yeah. Guy Gardner. Yeah, I I don't I, I just that baffles me. It just honestly baffles me. And yeah. then he's bringing the bowl cut too. I'm like <laughs> like I know the mullet came back, but the bowl cut really? It's it's more because James Gunn stated that he liked the '80s style, like the Justice League International, the Europe type of uh, cast, and he was part of that. And that's why I think we'll probably see an Animal Man. We'll probably see um, Elongated Man in that in, in the yes. future. So I agree. I, that's I, what we were talking about last uh, podcast, wasn't it, Richard? Yeah. I really, I can't wait. Honestly, I want a Plastic Man. Like I desperately want Plastic Man. Um, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I like Hal, but John Stewart is like, because of the Justice League animated cartoon, he right. is near and dear to my heart. I fucking love that, like <laughs> that cartoon so much. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Anyway, I know we didn't cast Aquaman on this, like this list here. But do we want to see Aquaman, Aquaman with like the hook hand? Aquaham. Aquaham. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I've never liked hook hand Aquaman uh, where he's got like the long mullet hair. And like, I, I forget. Uh, it was an old. This is dating me. But it was an old uh, joke on the show X play when they were reviewing the Aquaman video game. But they talked about how he looked like someone at a Leonard Skinner concert. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. There's a reason why he wasn't part of the like the main team of Justice League animated cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this, I, I I told TM in a in a DM uh, earlier in the week that I had three that I just I was having the worst time, couldn't come up with anybody with, and this was one of the three, Hal Jordan. And which is the same because actually Hal Jordan's my favorite. Like that's the one that I go to. That's the one that I like. And I I wound up using the same actor for two roles. <laughs> so like if he doesn't get one, I'm like, okay, fine, move him over to this one. Yeah, hey, that works. And uh, it, it's Dean from um uh Supernatural. What's, what's, Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah, I yeah. Dean, Jensen I Ackles. Like, yes. Uh, just the confidence that character has in that series and stuff like that, and him fighting. I'm like, you know what? And the, like the way he looks, I'm like, yes, let's go with that guy. I like him. Yeah. No. I. I. I yeah. I. Uh, he's up for a different role for me. Um. But I definitely I could see it. I could definitely see him being a Hal. I'm just saying, backup. I'm cool with that. Absolutely cool with that. I. I, I can definitely see him playing that role as well but he is he is uh i put him under a different role as well oh we might all three have him in the same role Uh oh <laughs> that'd be interesting uh -oh. if that happens <laughs> i'm just saying unanimous decision then like james gunn yeah no if we all pick that three it's it's yeah he has james gunn has he's contractually obligated 
<laughs> to put this <laughs> this actor in that role through the comically comics podcast contract yes <laughs> oh that's great all right uh so because i think i know where we're going with old dean there how about we switch it over to supergirl and wonder woman let's throw some females in there okay uh what do you want to do supergirl or wonder woman first i say supergirl I have picks for Supergirl, so I don't have any for Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, uh, the most recent news broke out that we may not ha- get a like recasting of Superwoman. Uh, Superwoman. Know. Wonder Woman. I don't know why I said Superwoman. That's why my pick will surprise everybody. Ooh. Now I'm intrigued. All right, let me, let me, let's go through Supergirl. <laughs> uh, once again, I couldn't find a good description of uh, Supergirl. This is per like a Superman wiki, but Supergirl's personality varies light, uh, slightly depending on the incarnation, but she's usually kept to uh, several core traits. She's kind-hearted, although short-tempered in nature, and she struggles to adapt into an alien environment due to her youth and her upbringing. Um, so I've got four choices for this because... I could see all these actresses. I, I nailed down one that I'm definitive. Like, I think this person should play, but I thought it'd be fun to mention all of them. One of them is Haley Steinfeld. I just love Haley Steinfeld. I want that like bubbly, like energy that she gave for Kate Bishop, but you can also see her at least back when, uh, when she did like true grit, she can really act when it comes to time to be like serious and stuff like that. Um, plus she's 26. A lot of these picks I picked due to age. Um, with Corn Sweat, he's uh, 30. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> his name, I, every time I mention it, my wife's like, that can't be his name. <laughs> um, but uh, she's like, it's a very British name. It's like Benedict Cumberbatch, Humberto Cabbage Patch. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the other one, and I, I guess this was just because I was thinking of Haley Steinfeld, but Florence Pugh, if we want to go with a blonde uh, Supergirl Florence Pugh gives that same energy when she's Yelena Belova. Uh, she too is 27 years old. Um, I think she could potentially, you know, she can be bubbly, but she can also be super serious. If you've seen Midsummer or honestly any, like she's in the newest Oppenheimer and stuff like that. Um, the other one that some people threw out was Freya Allen. She plays Siri from The Witcher. Uh, I thought that was a a pretty strong contender. Once again, she's 21. But I think this one, and it's probably due to my wife watches this constantly while I edit this episode. Um, it's Elle Fanning. She plays Catherine, Catherine the Great in The Great Show. And yeah, like she's blonde. She's a phenomenal actress. She could easily do this role. And I think she's perfect for it personally. Okay. Cool. I would put in more input, but I have no idea who she is. So I'll have to go check out. The, what did you say? The Great? Yes, The Great. All right, then. TM, who do you have for this role? I just want to start off by saying, like, I never would have thought of Siri. Like, she she would make a pretty freaking good Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Never even thought about that. Um, but my, my choice is somebody that's been in a superhero type of film. Um, she has raw energy. She's badass. Uh, she brings a lot of emotion to her roles, even like facial expressions and, and emotion to her roles in that. Uh, and yeah, like I said, she just kicks ass. And that's Chloe Grace Mortez. Okay. From the kick-ass film. She played uh, Hit Girl. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. As soon as you said kick-ass. Yes. Yes. 
Okay. Yes. And for this character, like, because it, it's going to be super uh, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow mm-hmm. type of thing, it happens right after. Like, I, I, I think she would portray that character from his run that perfectly. So uh, that, that's my choice. I didn't even, like, as soon as, like, I had Supergirl was the very first one I had done. Oh wow! I was like, no, it's it's nobody else but this person for me. But now, now that you mentioned Siri, I'm just like, Siri would be good. For me. <laughs> she is young. She's too young. I feel. Yeah, I mean, she's 21, so I'm trying to get like I know technically Supergirl's older than Superman, but like looks wise, she needs to look younger. And Corn Sweat looks very young as it is. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you got to keep it like super young sort of thing. Anyway, well, she's older, but then because. Right. What happens in that? Yeah, Clark is is then older than she is. Yes, exactly. Has to teach her, but yeah, I get where you're going with it. <laughs> um, so my two picks came again from the list of that I I had the one list pulled up of up and coming actresses, and there were the likes of Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld and things like that, but none of them just caught me as like, oh, this this would be a great Supergirl. I'm not saying they're bad picks at all. I'm just saying, none of them, none of them struck me as that way. Right. Uh, I think they're all amazing actresses, but the two that did stick out to me that I was like, you know what, I actually could see that, and it would be for one of them, kind of the same role she's already had before, and another one, something probably totally different. McKenna Grace, she played Phoebe in the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie. This is, you know, they get a lot of these like kid type actresses and stuff like that, but so they are usually a lot older than what they are. I have no idea how old she is or anything like that. But I saw her in another picture, and she just resembled a lot of what I, in my mind, I picture Supergirl like facially looking like. And she had the blonde hair and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I could go with this. And then the other one, and I, I'm I'm kind of more drawn to this one, is Miley Bobby Brown, and she's most known for her role as Eleven in Stranger Things. And I just, you know, with her, like her power set and stuff like that, that she has in Stranger Things, being a girl and like trying to figure out how to fit in in society and stuff like that. I was like this right here. Like I could totally see her pulling off a Supergirl. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to find this uh, McKenna Grace because I do not remember her. But yeah, she's she's 17. She's definitely like super young. So if they want to go with a oh, I super thought she young. was like young Choney, 20s. No, she's 17 so, per this. If I'm looking up the same actors, it appears gotcha. I am. Yeah, um, you probably are. Uh, yeah, 11. Uh, well, here's a hot take for you. I don't really like... Uh, what's her name? I forget her name that plays 11. Uh, Miley Bobby Brown? Mi- uh, Millie Bobby Brown. I don't Millie, like sorry. her. <laughs> I, I, she's oh. fine as 11. Uh, maybe it's because of the Godzilla movies. I just don't... She she comes off annoying to me. <laughs> but that's just me. Um <laughs> But still, a solid pick. I could easily see her pulling off that role, though, honestly. I just think she's had it already once before. Yeah. That's the only, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. And so, and I know that, um, what's his name? The the guy that played in It and stuff like that, too. Um, oh, that's uh, also in Stranger Things. Bill Skarsgård. No, oh, wait. no, no. The, oh, the sorry. boy. Oh, uh, Finn, Finn Wolfhard. Yes. Such a- yes. <laughs> Like it's it's a Game of Thrones name. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was older than like what he was portraying, and so I was like, okay, she's probably older as well. So, but yeah, those are my picks. So cool. What's that rundown on Wonder Woman? What do they got as far as her character description? 
Uh, Wonder Woman. Okay, so I couldn't find this. is This is a weird pull for this description, but I liked it as well. I think it was like for a call sheet back when they were trying to find their their Wonder Woman. I found it online. Um, but anyway, Wonder Woman is a compassionate, caring, stubborn, opinionated, highly uh, competitive, outgoing, immortal Amazon. Wonder Woman is a warrior born. She tries to avoid conflict, but if pressed, she will engage in battle and on occasion lose herself in the pleasure of battle. Wonder Woman is fearless and focused on her objectives. Uh, she will not hesitate to break the law if it's for the greater good. The greater good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she will not hide from her actions and always makes herself available to face the consequences. She has killed people more than once when necessary. And in a fight, Wonder Woman will kill in order to succeed. So this is kind of my lazy pick on this one. <laughs> uh, one, I've always thought she should be Wonder Woman since the day I saw her play Sif. But I think Jamie Alexander should be Wonder Woman. Okay. She's Sif from the MCU. Uh, she, a lot of people, I think, have seen the, the TV series called The Blind Spot. She's in that. I, to me, she, she's, she's probably too old now for the, for the role, if you will. I mean, she still looks great, but she's 39. I, I still like she's the spitting image of Wonder Woman to me. I have not seen The Blind Spot, okay. but I like your pick. Okay. <laughs> uh, I had one other pick. And I've mentioned it on previous episode of the podcast. Uh, fans have been championing this, and I agree. Uh, Grace Caroline Curry, she's 27. Uh, she played Mary Marvel in Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Oh, She just, as well, looks like Wonder Woman to me. Yes. Yes, but I, I want her to stay Mary Marvel, though, honestly. Like, yeah. I like the pick. I, if, she, if she was to move over, I wouldn't be hating it on at all. But, but I would like her to stay Mary Marvel. Agreed. TM, who do you got? For Wonder Woman. All right. Well, mine's definitely older, especially for the character that I'm going for here. So I picked Anna D. Uh, Armas. Oh, Anna D. Armas. But for Donna Troy, not not Diana. So I'm I'm casting Donna Troy since we already got a Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. we're gonna move on to the second Wonder Woman. We're gonna move on to Donna Troy. Oh. And Anna D. Armas is my pick. She's 35 though. What is she from? Uh, she, you. She's uh have you seen Blade Runner 2049? No. Um how about <laughs> okay. How about go Knives Out? Have you seen Knives Out? The first one? Mm, sorry. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh what else we got? That's what are we why at? I'm so bad uh, at this. <laughs> ghosted. Uh the gray man. Yeah. Um she was uh she was in one of the James Bond movies. I forget which one. Um, don't like James Bond. Oh my god. All right. She was <laughs> Marilyn Monroe and the bo- uh, the blonde biopic of Marilyn Monroe on Netflix. Sounds pretty cool. I hate Netflix. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Anyway. She, she was in the movie called Yesterday. Mm, maybe tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I love that no. pick, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I'm totally taking your word on it, like I, that, because my pick is Gal Gadot. Like, just keep her. Like, <laughs> uh, I'll send you pictures later. I'm no, I'm I trust you 100. I'm just saying, I I'm horrible at this. I told y'all so. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. So, Rich, you 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 two thumbs up. TM's pick. Yeah, no, I. uh I, I like Anna Darmus a lot. I think she's uh she's gonna be a great like actress 
group in Hollywood. Like everything I've seen her in so far, I, I like her quite a lot. So cool. She is old. Like she is like 35. Like, so she, I think she's like roughly around the same age as, uh, as Gal Gadot. Okay. Gal Gadot's like what? 37. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. I just want like my issue with Gal. I have no issue. Like really, I, she just physically, she's like, she's very like supermodel. Like Gal Gadot. Yeah. And I get like Wonder Woman is supposed to be like, she was literally created by the gods. So she's supposed to be like drop dead gorgeous. But she looks, uh, Gal Gadot looks more like elven. Like she looks like she should play an, an elf from like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I need Wonder Woman to be uh, tall, but like very like broad shouldered and muscular. I, I, that's that's the one, and that's why I like Anna Darmus. I think that would be a great pick. I think she could, she put on some muscle. She'd probably look look the role quite quite well. So, so do y'all think that that James Gunn or Godot is blowing smoke as far as like her being part of 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 an, a third Wonder Woman movie, or do you think it's more like she just may be like executive producer or something along those lines and be like behind the scenes, kind of like what? Um, What's her name for Black Widow is going to be in possibly the Nomad series? No, uh, I hadn't even heard of the Nomad stuff. But uh, so my my hot take on this is that she's contractually obligated to have a third movie, and she's just saying this till Warner Brothers says like, "Here's a boatload of money to go away." <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be ugly about it, but. It's the truth, and I think the reason why James Gunn hasn't said anything is he doesn't, like, because of what happened with The Flash, he's like, I don't want to tank any of <laughs> what what's any goodwill from the audience that we've already, like, we barely have by saying, like, no, she won't be our Wonder Woman kind of thing in case they do have to make this movie. <laughs> Does that make any sense, what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, basically, Godot is holding WB hostage. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Good honor. Good honor. <laughs> I just, uh, I see exactly what you're saying. I mean, I hope that's not the case, honestly, but I mean, I, I can't blame somebody for wanting to get paid. So, and then the, the, the only thing that I think that Gunn could do besides saying, no, she's not going to be our Wonder Woman is say, here's the new DCU Wonder Woman. <laughs> and like, just not even acknowledge her at all. Yeah. That'd be kind of <laughs> fucked up, but. <laughs> I mean, they did it for uh, Cassie and yeah. Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, but that was Feige. That wasn't... Uh, that was Feige. That wasn't That good. was Feige. <laughs> That's true. All right. Let's see. We've got three characters left, y'all. Two heroes and one villain. Where y'all want to go with this? I think, I think these are like iconic characters, too. Like, in their own whatever. So, oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. All... Honestly, all of them are iconic, but yeah, these definitely, uh, you could say that to it probably anyone in the world and they would know who, who you're talking about kind of thing. There is no who kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's, do the, let's do the newest. Let's do the newcomer of the, of the three, Damian Wayne. What's the character right up you got on Damian Wayne? Uh, he's a little shit. No. <laughs> yes. Yes, I love that little motherfucker. Now, this is per DC.com. Uh, the son of Bruce Wayne and Talia al Ghul, Damian Wayne was born to a life of adventure, but he struggles daily against the lesser angles of his nature. It's not often that sometimes it takes Batman by surprise, but the 
uh, but that's exactly what happened when he learned that he had not only fathered a son with the famed assassin Talia al Ghul, the daughter of Ra's al Ghul, one of his longtime adversaries, but she'd been raising the child in secret with the League of Assassins. Uh, kept away from Gotham City and his father until adolescence, Damian Wayne exploded into the Dark Knight's world in a flurry of violence, tossing the entire Bat family into disarray. Arrogant, cold, undeniably lethal, Damian found the transition from the unforgiving world of the League uh, to Batman's staunch moral code to be a long and trying process, but a worthwhile one, as Damian ulti- ultimately provided himself worthy of becoming Robin at his father's side. Though he sometimes struggles with his past and the legacy of his mother and grandfather, Damien now wants nothing more than to be a hero to the people of Gotham, just like his father. Uh, Bruce should have kept the bat wing in the bat cave. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So this one throws me, when he announced that he was going to do Batman, Brave and the Bold, and it was going to be Damien, this throws in like a whole monkey wrench for me because I'm like, does that mean we're going to get the rest of the Bat family and they're just established? Like, we're not going to have to see all the different Robins. It's just not, fuck it. No, we got Nightwing. We got Red Robin. We've got Red Hood. We've got Batgirl. Uh, maybe, I, I highly doubt they'll do all the other like extended Bat family stuff, but um, at least those core characters, I hope so because I, I fucking love the Bat family. But anyway, when I was thinking up, the one name, or excuse me, one character, because I didn't know his name, came to my head, and it's uh, Aiden Gallagher. He's probably too old for the role, but he has that, like, where he still looks like he's maybe in his, like, I don't know, 11 or 10, but he played five from the Umbrella Academy. He plays a perfect little shit <laughs> in that show, <laughs> and I think he's perfect to play Damien. He's 19, but like I said, he still looks like he could be like, I don't know, maybe 13. Um, So, and my pick for Batman, when we get to it, he also has similar features to one of my picks for Batman. Nice, nice. I have not watched any of Umbrella Academy, but I believe you have, haven't you, Tim? I love the Umbrella Academy. I have like, I all say, the yeah. trade paperbacks. I love the series. Um, And it's funny, he, that, that character was like on my list for for Damien, but the age came in factor, and then this character came along, and he also played in the Umbrella Academy just for three episodes. Though he was Diego's said to be son, and that's Javon Walton. He played in Euphoria and Utopia, and that. And not only is he an actor, but he's a boxer and a gymnast. Yes, a, a gymnast. So he has the the right look the right age and he is trained in fighting yeah nice i like that pick a lot i didn't even i haven't seen the the whatever season that is i can't remember i i've got to catch back up on it and that would be the second season sorry mm-hmm. yeah I, I spoiled that for you but. no you're you're fine <laughs> i guess i'm just full of spoils tonight <laughs> yeah exactly no you're fine uh honestly i've seen the second season though but i don't remember that anyway it doesn't matter oh no no it might have been that might have been the third season sorry uh i just I, I feel like it's been longer too like it feels like it has like four seasons but it's only three seasons i feel yeah. like and they're gonna end it on the fourth and they've already pa- surpassed the books yeah so yeah 
I, I don't even know the guy, but like you talking about the gymnastics, the boxing, all that jazz, I was like, I was sold on that. Like yeah. that alone, not even seeing him. I'm like, yes, that's that's the kind of stuff that I look for that I like. Though, so I think that's awesome. And it puts mine to shame because honestly, I went with Jack Dylan Grazer, who's Freddie from the Shazam movies. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just love I love his like sarcasm that he has in those movies and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? If if you could just like get get a little bit of a haircut and kind of like beef up a little bit, like I could totally see you <laughs> as a little Damien Wayne. <laughs> so yeah, that was my pick. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. We got two left. We're gonna let our guests decide which one we do last. So we got Batman and we have Lex Luthor. TM. Who do we do last? Let's do Lex Luthor last. Oh, I like it. I do too. I like it a lot. Yes. I do too. Batman. Let's get a character some character write up on Batman. All right. Uh, I mean, if you don't know who Batman is, why are you even <laughs> listening to this podcast? <laughs> They're learning. <laughs> uh, per DC.com. In the name of his murdered parents, Bruce Wayne wages eternal war on the criminals of Gotham. Dropping he is pearls. vengeance. He is the knight. He is Batman. One of the most iconic fictional characters in, uh, in the world. In the world. Anyway, uh, Batman has dedicated his life to an endless crusade, a war on all criminals in the name of his murdered parents who were taken from him when he was just a child. Since that tragic night, he has trained his body and mind to near physical perfection to be a self-made superhero. He developed an arsenal of technology that would put most armies to shame. And he's assembled teams of his fellow DC superheroes just like the Justice League, the Outsiders, and Batman Incorporated. A playboy billionaire by day, Bruce Wayne's double life affords him the comfort of a life without financial worry and a loyal butler turned guardian and the perfect base of operation in the ancient network of caves beneath his family's sprawling estate. By night, however, he sheds all pretense, dons his iconic scalloped cape and pointed cowl, takes to the shadowy streets, skies, and rooftops of Gotham City. Now, here's the question. Do we want our Batman with... Tall ears or short ears? <laughs> That's is, the most important thing. I'm this, just saying. This may start a fight because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I think I've said this off podcast with you, Michael. But I, I wax and wane. I love a short-eared Batman, but then I see drawings, uh, uh, and I love the tall ear. You know, like when it's like you'll see a cover. I'm trying to think of one of the artists right now, but my mind's going blank. But he'll have the tall ears and the sprawling cape. And it's just like a silhouette of him, and he looks like a fucking demon or something like that. I love that version of Batman. So no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna put my vote in, and I'm gonna say long ears just to be. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! All right, TM. We already know what mine is, so your tiebreaker. Oh, uh, mine would be like between long and small. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna stay in the neutral zone here. He's pulling the Jeremy roll. <laughs> <It's nice. laughs> <It's a floppy. laughs> Jeremy said floppy ears at one time. <laughs> what is he, Bat Bunny? He always said Bat Mike. <laughs> That's no, I love, I love a short-eared Batman. It just it makes sense to me. He doesn't have to think about like having to duck in doors or anything. Yeah, like no, I, turn a certain way. Like no, I, to, to me, it's the most logical thing to like not have to fuck with some ears. Like. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like, <laughs> it would be, 
in reality, if they're that long, there's like scraping marks in the bat cave ceiling, like where he's having to like walk through and he's like, oh crap, I forgot to duck. <laughs> and could you imagine like him holding the Joker and the Joker be like, hoo hoo? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say they'd have to be made out of like some kind of like tire rubber or something to where like they were just pliable. Like they would be able to move just in case he didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I could see that. Like, if he's holding the Joker and the whole Joker just like kind of reach up, and just yeah, flicks flick it. one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, it makes like a sproing noise, <laughs> like a doorstop. Yeah, that would be really funny. Oh, uh, <laughs> who is your pick, Richard, for the Batman? And I know we already got Robert Pattinson, but that's going to be like Elseworlds. So that's a whole separate thing. So we're, we're going to go ahead and get that all the way for our audience who doesn't know. That, that is going to be its own thing, its own story. It's not going to be part of the canon DCU going on. So please continue. Well, I'll start off from uh, who... Uh, I have three choices here. And uh, I'm, I'm going to leave the one that I think we've all picked. <laughs> but I, I don't necessarily know if I want him. I don't know yet. But anyway, uh, one of the names thrown out when I was searching online, because honestly, this I, I spent... I spent way too long this entire week because I am a huge Batman fan. As big as I am a Spider-Man fan, I am a big Batman fan. And I, I'm like, it has to be perfect. It just has to be. Um, Jensen Ackles was one of the names that was thrown out. I think he is great as Dean. I think he's great as Soldier Boy. I think he would be a great Batman but I'm not sure about him being Bruce Wayne. We've never seen him do the suave sort of uh, role, the, the millionaire sort of role, or billionaire now. Uh, but I do, I do love that pick. I was just going to say, he, he did play in um, some soap operas, so if you want the suave kind of, go check out his soap, okay. soap operas that he played in. He played it kind of cool, like he'd be like a millionaire rich boy type of, type of vibe from him. Not sure if he can play that role again, but who's to say? Okay, cool. Yeah, I I don't make it a habit of watching <laughs> soap operas, but I will I will I will maybe there's a YouTube clip of him. Leave my stories alone. <laughs> uh Scott Eastwood was another name that was thrown out. Um I, I like Scott. I don't once again, uh he was uh, a no named I mean he was a named soldier. They credit him in David Ayer's Suicide Squad. He's been in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Um He's obviously the son of Clint Eastwood. Uh, he's not my favorite pick. But then I, I was, I think I was going through and looking at, I'm trying to remember who I picked. Anyway, anyway uh, I got on American Horror Story and I was going through their cast because I, I like that show a lot. And it, it uh, breeds like really good actors for the future. And Finn Whitrock from American Horror Story I think would be fucking amazing. You're making a face over there, TM. <laughs> he looks like Damien, like my pick for Damien anyways. I He's 38 years old. Uh, he is, I think, a per, like he could be Bruce Wayne and Batman. That's my pick. <laughs> Real quick, what season was he on of American Horror Story? So the first one I remember, I think was Freak Show was when he started up. Okay. Uh, I, you could correct me if I'm wrong. On that TM, because, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's when he showed up there. Uh, he plays okay. some weird characters, but I think he's got a lot of range to be Batman. Got you. Did Did you want to add anything, TM? You were giving a look, so I, I, 
I will add something later on. Okay. <laughs> you guys will understand why. Um, but I, I do like that pick. I, I do like that pick. Finn Whitrick, Rock, or I should say, um, he was good. He played like kind of like a rich boy in Freak Show and that and befriended the Freak mm-hmm. Show clown and then like started on with killing with him. He's versatile. He was actually up for um, the role of Hal Jordan when they're developing the Green Lantern TV show. Oh, oh nice. I did not know that. That's ah. nice. I, I did not until I started looking up that character as well. recently. <laughs> cool. Well, who is your list for Batman? Or do you just have the uh, Jensen Ackles? I, I'm just on the bandwagon for, for that. I'm just like, let's get Jensen Ackles in there. He kind of looks like Javon, too. So you, you could like be like, OK, yeah, there that is a father and son uh, duo there. Uh, that is his son. Uh, Jensen Ackles, I, I just I like him voicing Batman. I think he does good. But Richard does make a, bring up a great point of will he be a good Bruce Wayne? I don't think we've ever we've we've nailed that down yet. Like a good Batman slash Bruce Wayne, no, and stuff. Like we get a good Bruce Wayne with with. I I feel like the closest we've gotten was like Ben Affleck. I, I did like Ben Affleck as as Bruce Wayne and and Batman. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, Jensen Ackles. Let's go, let's go, guys. Supernatural fans, <laughs> commence. <laughs> Those- I will say. Sorry, uh, just those the the supernatural friends, man. They are they are out and wild in a lot of times for their their favorite actors. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't done Sam for anything. Like, well, I've said years ago, like before we even decided to do this podcast, I used to get so irritated at CW dancing around the idea of like having a Batman show. I've always said I was like, get Jensen Ackles, make him fucking Batman. Get Sam, uh, Jared Pedalecki, make him Superman. And they already, like, what I'm getting at is I love the, I love when Batman and Superman are best friends. And they have that, like, established relationship from the Supernatural show. Yeah. I'm like, it would be fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Could, could you imagine it if they were like, you know what, we'll make, we'll make Jason Ackles Batman and Jared the Joker. Oh, oh my god, that would be so weird. <laughs> <laughs> whole new dynamic, whole new dynamic. I I second the whole like Ben Affleck being a good Bruce Wayne and Batman or third or whatever you want to call it. Since you know, I think Richard agreed as well. Uh, I I think I I love Ben Affleck as Batman. However, I don't think we're getting that back again, and understandably so. But I I've got to threepeat all y'all with with. Dean from Supernatural. Like that guy is just he like I said, if, if he can't be Hal Jordan, make him Batman. If he can't be Batman, make him Hal Jordan. I'm cool either way with him. <laughs> and if I don't if I remember right, like whenever they needed somebody to play the smooth role to to kind of like get some intel or whatever the case was in Supernatural, they used Dean as that character. Like they would they would get him to portray somebody suave or whatever to kind of like went over the ladies. And I know Bruce Wayne's not necessarily like a, a go went over the ladies kind of man or anything like that. But I think through that though, he could probably sit there and pull off a, a rich millionaire, whatever. Yeah. No, kind I of role. Well, like we said, we've all three picked it. So gun, I'm sorry. You're contractually obligated to pick <laughs> Jensen Ackles. You, you can't get out of this now. Uh, 
No, the other issue, just with the reason why I didn't like dead set on him, is he's 45. He ain't, he don't look it. He looks great for his age, but right? I don't, again, I don't know what Gunn has planned being that Damien's in this world. Like, is this going to be an older Batman? Clearly, he's establishing that when Superman shows up, superheroes already exist in this world. Um, so he could easily, like, that age may not be an issue here. Let's play um, devil's advocate here a little bit, okay? Damien Wayne has got to be around 15 years old, right? Is that, I, would, I would think he needs to be about a 15-year-old boy somewhere in that vicinity, give or take, you know, two years. Yeah, I, I was like going to say right? 13. Okay, so give or take two, three years. Yeah. All right? So if you got Jensen Ackles at 30 having a kid that he didn't know about, mm-hmm. and then he's 45 now, right. I'm just saying. No, yeah, no. I'm the, just saying. Yeah, I know. I agree. The math adds up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly why I went with him. I was just like, well, he, like this is an already established world. Like Superman can be young. Superman can be younger. And Jensen Ackles doesn't look that old. He can make himself look younger than right. he is by just shaving. Right. Um, <laughs> and he, like this world's already established. You have a Nightwing, you yeah. have a Jason Todd, you have a Tim Drake. So, and then now you have a Damian Wayne who is now Robin. So he's been with, uh, Bruce Wayne for a couple of years or a year training with him to become a Robin. Uh, so yeah, older, older Batman would work. That's the only character that would work in this, this list. Yeah. As old. I had him just because he voiced him in the animated, uh, under the red hood story. Uh, I had, I would love to see, he's cosplayed as, uh, Jason Todd. I'm like, he would be a fucking great Jason Todd. But when I found out his age, I was like, Oh, no, that, that doesn't work now. <laughs> he, he's actually voiced Batman in the new animated movies from the Tomorrowverse, too. So, right. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, no, I, I, I dig it. I, I'm definitely down to see him because I think he does have range. I mean, good Lord. He, how many episodes of Supernatural is he? <laughs> he's put in the legwork <laughs> as far as acting goes. Um, so yeah, I think he could easily like, we just, I'm saying we haven't seen it yet. So I'm definitely down for this pick. I would love it personally. And this makes even more sense if he's voiced Batman, which I, I'd totally forgotten. And I don't think he's done it. He's not done it a whole, whole lot though, has he? No. He's done it like maybe two or three times. Yeah. If even that, right? And so if he's already voiced Batman and Gunn's like, yeah, we're going to get the same voice actors to play them in real life or whatever, I'm like, there you go. There you go. Right there. He does both. That is true. I hadn't thought about that. You may be onto something there, Michael. I, hey, three three people have already said it it's on the comic podcast. Just saying, done deal. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. done deal. <laughs> All right, main event right here, Lex freaking Luther. Okay, where well, they've already cast a Superman and a Lois Lane, and talks of Jimmy Olsen coming out. Not that he you know matters too much, but Lex Luther is also in the talks of possibly getting one, but no names have been thrown out. So, what's the character for Lex Luthor? Uh, so, per DC.com, uh, an ego-maniacal genius and billionaire industrialist, Lex Luthor fights a never-ending pers- personal, public, and political battle against Superman. He is the most intelligent man on Earth, but Lex Luthor has only ever used his brilliant mind for selfish gain and to further his own bitter vendetta against those he feels has done him wrong. A notorious psychopath and xenophobe, 
in almost every one of his incarnations, be it scientist, businessman, or even the president of the United States, Lex Luthor uses his power and influence to not help mankind, but to attempt to destroy the one man on the planet who makes him feel insignificant, Superman. Although he has no superpowers to speak of, Lex Luthor has come close to defeating the Man of Steel more times than any of his other adversaries. With his brilliant mind, Lex Luthor's schemes nearly always come close to vanquishing Superman until his massive ego gets in his way. No matter the situation, it's Luthor's hubris that always is his downfall. To much of the world, Lex Luthor is a respectable, self-made, the pinnacle of human achievement due to his massive wealth and standing in the worlds of business and politics. But to Superman and the other superheroes of the Justice League, he is the most dangerous man alive and the one supervillain who is never to be underestimated with. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love the description for, for Lex <laughs> on this one. But uh, so, yeah, uh, some names have been thrown around. I mentioned it. Uh, there's a potential Alexander Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård. Uh, I, I'm worried they may go with Bill because of his age. Nicholas Holt, uh, the character that played Beast from X-Men The First Class. Oh. He was Nux from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. He's uh, that I mentioned The Great from Ka uh, the Catherine the Great. He plays Peter in The Great Show. Anyway, uh, that name's been thrown out. Um, for this one, I said, Damn it all. Fuck it. This is a fan casting. I get to pick who I want to play Lex Luthor. So I picked two of one of my favorite, like, imposing actors right at, right now. And they're probably cop-outs, but once again, fuck it. I just love these actors so much. Uh, the first one is uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Gus fucking Fring from Breaking Bad. He's voiced him in the Harley Quinn show. Uh, yeah, all of my, like, sort of ideas for live action is influenced from the animated cartoon. So the Lex from that cartoon is very like, is he, is he black? Is he white? So you could easily race change him. Um, that is one of my picks. But then I got to thinking my other favorite actor from that show, Ryan fucking Cranston. I love him as Walter yes. White. Uh, I think he would nail Lex because Ultimately, like I read that, but my summary of Lex is he's a billionaire with a messiah complex and he hates when Superman takes the limelight. And basically, Brian Cranston demonstrated that with Breaking Bad of how yes. he didn't like how Gus was taking the limelight from him and all that stuff. So anyway, uh, both actors are really old. Uh, Cranston's 67. Uh, Esposito is uh, 65. But I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We can have an older Lex. <laughs> And both of them look great bald. Exactly. That's the, my other point is, yeah, they both look great bald. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I fucking love your picks, as you will see as we get closer to mine. So, DM. <laughs> All right. So, like you said, there, there has been some, like, said to be some people that have gone up for the role, like Bill Skarsgård, Alexander Skarsgård. I think people are going for Bill Skarsgård just because of his portrayal of, of the villain in um, John Wick 4, was it? John Wick? Okay. I don't know what they're up to yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't yeah, really watched past one. Um, <laughs> you haven't missed much, but, honestly. It's the same premise. <laughs> he just kills a bunch of people. <laughs> but I like Alexander Skarsgård uh, for this this role just because of his portrayal. Like, I just, I like True Blood. I, I like that show when it was coming out. And this would be the first time we have Lex portrayed by Lex. 
So that would be kind of cool, but that's not my pick. So I'm not, I'm not <laughs> copping out on that. I'm not like trying to get e- like I did the easy choice with Jensen Ackles. So I went with Ben Whitrick. Fuck. Ben Rip. Yeah. Yeah. 10 times fast. Yeah. Ben <laughs> Whitrock. That's why I was making a face earlier because this was ah. my pick for um, Lex Luthor. I think he would, he'd portray it perfectly. He's, an, I don't know. He, he does. I feel like he does have range. He was the pretty boy. He was the rich boy. And then you see in the cynical side of him in some of like the American horror story shows. He's been in a couple of them. I think he was in hotel as well. Yes. he was. Um, one of my favorite ones with like, yeah, that was a fantastic story there. But I, I feel like he, he'd portray a very good uh, Lex Luthor. And that's why I did some research on him and found out that Green Lantern stuff. Uh, that he was going to portray Hal Jordan, and then I was like, maybe he should be Hal Jordan. Nah, he, he's Lex Luthor for me. That, you know, I I like that pick as well. That that's great. That's so funny. That yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> it's funny that y'all are just y'all are naming the Random same character too. Yeah, it, it's not even a character on anybody's radar. It was just like, and that, that's the funny thing. Like I could see how we all came to the conclusion of like Jet Ackles. It's like a name that's been thrown out there quite a bit. Ben, when's the last time you've heard his name? So, and then we choose him for a different roles. Like, that, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Like, it's funny that y'all are picking the same, like, actors for different characters and different roles and stuff like that. That's why this is, that's why this is so cool. So, even though I'm horrendous at it, because all mine are cop-outs. Absolutely all of mine. <laughs> all mine are freaking cop-outs. Okay. So, and, and all mine are older men. And I think it's because I... So what I love more than like a good hero is like a really intelligent villain. Like that's where, that's where I like live at. I don't go for the big brawny ones or anything like that. I love one that has swagger and is fucking smart as anything. And to me, like that is totally Lex Luthor. Just the cool, calm collective knows his shit. And so, you know, when I first started thinking of these actors, uh, like Idris Elba came up because I just his stature and stuff like that, and thinking of the 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 cartoon like you were talking about, yeah, just that that build and stuff like that. I was like Idris Elba. I was like, okay, I could I could do with that. And then I was like, you know what? Let's go one even better. Let's do Denzel Washington. I would love to see him in a like smart just role where he's just like he ain't got to do shit. He, he just talks because that man has got swagger, a bond of like above swagger. I love it, and so. I wound up landing though. I think Richard stole my notes, <laughs> and I, I I threw around the idea of Brian Cranston because like this the the his look, the whole premise of Breaking Bad, just being this man that came from nothing or whatever to come up to be on top, and just all the stuff that he wound up doing, and like his his conversation that he has with his wife about how like she has no fucking idea. About like just yeah. that conversation alone, I was like that. That's a Lex Luthor conversation right there of just him talking to somebody like you have no fucking idea. And I was like, yes, yeah, the I am the danger line. Yes, yeah, I'm the one who knocks. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, that right there. But then I was like, who better like than Giancarlo Esposito? Like that man is like Gus. Is like I love that. Uh, I love him as um, what's his name on um, the Mandalorian. 
oh, that yeah. villain that's on there. I'm like, oh, I just I love him as a villain. And so, yes, Brian Cranston, Gus, any of those, I would totally be like ecstatic. And they don't have, they don't have to do anything action. I don't care to see him in any kind of action role or anything like that. I want this person to be just a man of stature that doesn't have to move hardly anything. Yeah. And until like maybe like the final movie or something like that. And some of these characters, some of these actors, it would be hard to see them in a suit that that infamous Power like, suit. purple and green suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's my biggest holdup. But like, I would not want to see them as that. I would want to see them as more like a Thanos role. And like, finally, when he sits there and he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. And then that's when we see it. And it's like the end of like a trilogy, a, a series, a saga, whatever the case is. That would be my thing. So, yeah, to me, um, I, I agree with you on like the villains and stuff. Like, that's why I love fucking Doctor Doom in in the <laughs> Marvel universe. He's one of my favorite <laughs> villains of all time. And Lex yeah. to me is like the Doctor Doom of the DC universe. And yeah, I you definitely need somebody who you know, if you will, has big dick energy. <laughs> like, you gotta. <laughs> they've got to have this gravitas like when they walk into the room they are not only the smartest person in that room but like they can back it up like and right. anyway um yeah so obviously i like those picks i picked those two <laughs> but right yeah. right awesome awesome cool i that is the end of our list y'all have anything else y'all want to add to this it's been a lot of fun even like before like we got to recording in that like just making the list like having a few days to be like okay who am i going to to choose this it was it was a lot of fun so like anybody at home that wants to do this do it like it was a lot of fun to do yes yes totally agree yeah. totally agree same even though you know three of mine are empty but <laughs> <laughs> all right tm where can they find you at oh uh, you can find me over on instagram and threads at tm underscore nerdy you can find me over on youtube uh, under TM Nerdy, or you can find over on Geek Out with Roscoe's channel every second Monday. Awesome. What do you got coming up that can look forward to? Well, we got today, uh, we got Between the Lines tonight on my channel, 8.35 p.m. Eastern, where we'll have Evil's Comics joining us, and we'll be drawing our favorite characters that is not in comics. So, like, okay. they could be in comics later on, because, like, nowadays there's, like, characters that have shown up in comics, like, even the whole Looney Tunes cast have shown up in comics now. So uh, you can choose that as long as they were before comics, like a character that superhero or villain that's outside of comics, it's, it's fine. Um, but yeah. And then uh, this Tuesday I have just some keys episode two, where I just show off some keys. I have in my collection, what they mean to me and how they're keys. And they're not always like high end keys. Sometimes it's, uh, first published work from J. Scott Campbell. Yeah, that first that first episode was cool. I think you had like total of five books or something like that. I can't remember all of them, but yeah, those are some awesome books. Yeah, that's how I'm going to be doing things going forward. Just five books each episode every second Tuesday. So awesome! All right, then. good deal. Good deal. All right, Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, if you want to contact me directly, I have a Twitter, X, uh, Instagram, Threads. <laughs> Uh, if you want to contact me, I have a handle of Night Curry, Night like day and night, and Curry with a K. Uh, if you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. 
And if you want to check us out on Twitter or X, we have the name Comically Comics with an X. Yes. I really want to do that. Every time I say it, I want to play the X-Men theme. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, substitute Jeremy. That's you, TM. Bye. <laughs> Bye, substitute Jeremy. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for coming on. I greatly appreciate you. Yes. I'm amazing. I'm Batman. Yeah, you're Batman.